morning, Hippianans. Today, I want to talk to you about aging parents. For those of us who are mature <laughs> individuals, and I say that because I never like saying old, okay, because I don't feel that I am old. Um, but as our parents get older, because they are obviously always going to be older than we are, right? We have to think about, um, especially when you live far away from your parents. If you are more than, I would say, a two-hour drive away, then you live far away from your parents. And so what is the best way to take care or stay engaged with our aging parents is our topic today. This is our wellness topic. Uh, And I'm going to give you six tips for long distance caregiving or to be there with your, your mom or your dad or the person that raised you that you consider to be a parent. Um, And I took this from our six tips for long distance um, caregiving and it is from whereyouliveMatters.org. As the holidays are approaching, this is extremely hard for some folks that may not have access or be able to necessarily take the time off to visit an aging parent that lives further away. So if you are not able to just gingerly get in your car or take a flight um, to go see a parent, what are some ways or some things that you can do that'll help you stay um, close or to stay nearby or to be engaged with your parent? One of the things, obviously it's not idealistic, but it, it does help, is if you know the neighbors that are around where your elderly or aging parent parents may reside um that's just a second backup source it's obviously hopefully you're able to uh, have phone conversations and be in contact with your 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 parents but having a neighbor that you know that lives um nearby that you can always call to check in with them or they can call to tell you something is is not right or something happened is of the utmost importance, especially when you live so far away. And then sometimes, as we all know, whether you have little ones or, you know, we are still discussing parents, sometimes people get sick and they have to go to the hospital. And that's why I was just mentioning the importance of actually having a neighbor that can call you and tell you, especially if mom or dad, you know, it was kind of like an emergency situation and they did not or were not able to get in touch with you right away. So having that support system is is definitely a must have. Now, a lot of elderly people, um, retirement, uh, they may live in senior living communities, which is another absolutely great resource for parents because there's someone around the clock 24 seven, and they still have a lot of their uh, independence and 
you know, they are still driving, if they are, or they're able to get out and socialize. And there's so many activities that these senior communities have and put on. So it's it's keeping, constantly keeping your mom or dad busy, which I think is a really good, good thing. Now, I do know there are times when uh, certain health issues arise that may require you to have to consider putting a parent into a skilled nursing facility. Idealistically, if at any way possible, um, there was a way to, to avoid that, then my opinion personally is that it should be avoided. But there are times when it can't. So if mom or dad are recovering from, you know, a hip replacement, or maybe they had a stroke and you do need that extra uh, nursing skill set to be able to take care of mom and dad, then that's when I really do believe that's, that's the best place. That's, that's what you have to do. But when you can be of assistance and or be there or help, then, you know, keeping them uh, in their own living quarters or space is more preferable, in my opinion. Obviously, most of us have siblings. There are some of us that we are the only, an only child. I'm not an only child. I have siblings, and thank God for that, because they have been a tremendous help for me uh, when uh, my parents needed them to be so um you know that's the other thing but so having a family meeting if you do have other siblings getting together and talking about how can we all contribute and help even those of us that are far away so obviously the ones that are far away will not be able to run mom or dad to the doctor's appointments Um, but maybe we can find a way financially to help out the siblings uh, that are able to take them to the doctor. You know, so it's little things, but it's about communication uh, and getting together to just really figure out how we can all work together to give our parents or parent the best possible care um, and still be active in their health and and making sure that we are doing our best to get them to and from appointments as well as keeping uh, food in their refrigerator um, utilities i mean any and everything is always a source of help so that's what we have to think about and uh, you know i talked to you briefly about the emergency plan that's why having neighbors that are nearby would also be very helpful because that will uh, help whenever we're not able to be right there at that time. And and I'm not saying that you're putting that responsibility on your neighbor. It's more, or their neighbor, it's more or less that maybe they could give you a call and say, hey, um, you might need to check on your mom or, you know, we saw the EMT or fire, uh, fire department out. You know, something like that, but just staying connected and having that opportunity uh, to kind of be hands-on, even though you're not physically there, is very important. So, obviously, there's a lot of different other uh, 
ways and mechanisms and stuff that you can find online if you need help, if you are trying to figure out how you can be more uh, a part of the caregiving, even if you are states away. There's a lot of resources online that you can look to and find. Uh, so definitely check it out. And as always, I will post this in the description box. Six tips for long distance caregiving. This um, was updated August of last year, 2021. But um, I think it still really has some very valuable information uh, to be able to kind of help direct and guide us uh, according to what your own needs are, um, family needs are. So anyway, guys, I hope you enjoyed this conversation today. And I do look forward to speaking with you tomorrow. I am actively seeking um, to start up some interviews. I have not done that in a while. It's been a very busy couple of last, you know, six months, six, seven, oh, oh my gosh, nine months, no, 10, 11, 11 months, <laughs> very busy 11 months. So I'm going to be actively seeking out um, some guest speakers. I, you know, just putting it out there. If you actually um, would love to be a guest on the show, please send me an email. It's at livingwatersforlifemedical at gmail. Or you can go to the Karen underscore corner and you can send me a DM message there. Um, but I am looking for people uh, who are inspiring, who are encouraging others, someone who has things to teach, um, all kinds of interviews. I'm just, I'm just trying to gauge some things and get some things together. So please don't be shy. I know it can be hard. I know it can be a little scary at first to reach out to somebody you don't know. Trust me, that happens to me all the time. <laughs> but uh, I just feel like there's messages and people with great stories and great um, messages of hope and inspiration. And I want to share it. I want to share it with others. So you can be part of it if you choose. It's up to you. Anyway, guys, take care. Be blessed. Have a beautiful rest of your day. And I look forward to talking to you tomorrow. Bye.